0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds and every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We'll support you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We'll support you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus a 100% deposit match at thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. We'll support you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to stablejewel.com and get started today. We'll support to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for your chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app now or go over to betterfantasy.com SGPN. And finally, don't forget to download the SGPN app and enter the free Super Bowl props contest for your chance to win $100,000. You are listening to your Europa League future show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also, follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. At BetMUFC. I have a pay service called lockbetting.com. The Twitter account for that is at LockbettingCom. That's at LockbettingCom. Lock betting is where you can get my additional content and it is my service where I have delivered 104 months in a row of transparent track profit and we are on our way to the 105th month aided by a very good Super Bowl where we made just shy of 1.5 units and an even better UFC card on Saturday where we made 3.5 units. We're coming off the month of January where we landed over 20 units, heavily aided by our NFL futures. We had a phenomenal NFL season this season. And if you go back to the month of December, we made just shy of 42 units. That was good for over $5,500 when you convert the £4,200 to dollars. Good for over $5,500. Also make sure you do track down that December pick and L because it does give a review of the 2021 year, really good year for us. And you can really get a good idea as to, as to how we do things, the combination of futures at the tops and the type of plays that we do. And you can get involved in time for the next month, which will hopefully be our 106 month in a row of Transparent Track profit. And therefore, we will only be three months away from saying that I haven't had a single losing month in nine years of sports betting. It's fully transparent and track because all of the PL spreadsheets are posted on Patreon and all of the clients can comment on it. Therefore, if I try to in any way lie about this, I would be caught out. I can't take away plays. I can't add plays that I really didn't give out. This is fully transparent and tracked because otherwise people would be commenting on the fact that it isn't. So make sure you head over to lockbetting.com and sign up for the service, a service that that has genuinely delivered 104 months in a row, of transparent track property. If you go to the at LockBettingcom Twitter account, you will see the pin tweet is the previous month, the month of January. From there, if you click on that and then you go down to the bottom and click the PNL tag, that'll bring up all of the previous PL's. I'm encouraging you to go and have a look. Other cappers won't do that because they don't even have these spreadsheets. Everybody's just blindly saying that they are they are winning better, but they aren't. And by contrast, I am literally telling you to head over to my site and have a look at my spreadsheets, scrutinise my bets, deep delve into what I do, and you will see that it is 100% legitimate. Lockbetting.com site is also the place where we will be extensively covering the Europa League. We've done that all season. We're doing the future show here. However, over there, we'll be breaking down every single game here from the first leg of these playoff matches, and we'll be doing it again for the second legs as well. Once we reach the last 16, we'll do another future show here. But again, we'll be breaking down the first and second legs over there. It's only when we get to the quarterfinal stage we move everything over to the sports gambling podcast network so the start of the season has all been over there in terms of the Europa League other than the future show and that's how we continue it till we get the quarterfinal stage so if you want that exclusive content again head over to lockbetting.com that is also the home of the European show where we cover the Bundesliga the La Liga and other plays from across Europe that is all at lockbetting.com as well so moving on with your Europa League futures here. This is the round which sees the Champions League teams that finish third going up against the group teams that finished second and after this round is complete we will have our final 16 teams for the Europa League what we got here is a brand new round this didn't exist previously the Champions League third place teams would drop in however the teams that finished first along with the teams that finished second would all be mishmashed in with them and it would be a far more unfair process there was a real incentive for Europa League winners to win their group so they didn't drop down and play these playoff matches. Looking at the outright winner's market it is led by Borussia Dortmund. They're coming down from the Champions League. They were unfortunate to lose Erling Haaland during the group stages and that heavily affected them. They had a bad defeat away to Sporting Lisbon and we've seen what a big upset that is not only because Sporting Lisbon are inferior to Borussia Dortmund in terms of per man, but also the way that Sporting Lisbon were dismantled by Manchester City, whereas last year we saw Borussia Dortmund and Manchester City have a very good Champions League tie, so that was very disappointing for Dortmund but they do drop down to the Europa League where they are the favourites to win it. Sevilla are the Europa League specialists, which is why they are at 13-2 and Barcelona are at 15-2 Sevilla are also ahead of uh, Barcelona in La Liga, but Barcelona have had a little bit of a revival and we'll talk about that later. Atalanta of Serie A at nine to one. So you can see the top four teams, or the top five teams, actually are all from the Champions League. Leipzig are fifth here at ten to one. We got our first team who are genuinely in the Europa League from the beginning. Napoli at elevens. Then we get West Ham at twelves. Leon at fourteen to one. Bayer Leverkusen at twenty to one. Porto at 20 to 1, Betis 25 to 1, Lazio 25 to 1, Monaco 25 to 1, and everyone else is bigger than 33 to 1. It's difficult for me to make a selection here, but I do think the bookies have got it right in terms of pricing up the teams that have come down from the Champions League as the favourites. I think Napoli are focused on making a challenge for the Serie A title and making sure that they get in the Champions League via their league position. I don't think they've made a full effort in this tournament, barring the the final day where they put out a very, very strong performance with players missing to knock Leicester out and send them down to the Europa Conference League. But that was a group where Napoli and Leicester should have qualified relatively easily, but they didn't. They made a meal of it. I I don't rate Leipzig. I knew that they would struggle this season and therefore for me they should not be ranked higher than uh, Napoli. They also shouldn't be ranked higher than West Ham. West Ham are going to find it very difficult during this period of the season. We're seeing that they're dropping points in the Premier League. I think they're going to drop out of the race for fourth place and uh, this all depends the order of events as to whether West Ham can prioritise this competition as highly as they should because I think this is their best route back into, into the Champions League. I think that the trophy is more important than going for the top four because I don't think they can keep up with Manchester United Tottenham and Arsenal and primarily that comes down to the strength of their squad and nothing else that's not a reflection on on David Moyes at all all the effort of the players all the players that they can play in their first 11 however football is now a, a squad game And I don't think West Ham have the squads of Tottenham, Arsenal or Manchester United. Therefore, it's going to be difficult for them to compete on all fronts. But if they continue the way that they played in the Europa League at the start of the season, they're going to be a threat here. They're going to be a team that no one wants to play. I don't think anyone's going to want to come to the London Stadium. That's a stadium that's already seen West Ham knock Manchester City out of the Carabao Cup. And remember, Manchester City were having an incredible run in the Carabao Cup. And it's also a place where West Ham have beaten Liverpool and Chelsea at home this season, two Champions League teams. So that is a very, very difficult place to go to But outside of Napoli and West Ham, I do think that it is going to come from the top four. It just depends how much these teams prioritise it. Sevilla are the Europa League specialists. So... We we saw that they won this tournament in 2020, knocking out Manchester United and Inter Milan. So they won't be phased by the fact that Dortmund have Harland or, or Barcelona have made a plethora of signings, or or that Atalanta are going to be or, or supposed to be challengers in in Serie A. Napoli is supposed to be challengers in Serie A. That's not going to bother Sevilla. Sevilla managed to get a lot. Out of what they have, if they ha- if they didn't, they would never have won the Europa League previously. They've never won the Europa League with the big with the with the best squad or the biggest squad or the best players. So, don't expect that to start now. They are going to be in the hunt, and I think they are going to get through to the later stages. If I was to make a pick. I could do a lot worse than taking Sevilla, a team who I think will definitely be in the hat come the later stages. However, I do think that the market is ultimately priced up correctly. I think Dortmund are worthy favourites. If you also look at the situation in Germany, I think Bayern Munich are going to win the league comfortably. Therefore, Dortmund can shift their focus mainly towards the Europa League. I think that's a trophy they're going to want to win. They've been strong so far this season. They've just not been strong enough to keep up with Bayern I Munich. Mean, they have dropped some silly points, but ultimately, they're very, very good at home. They've won nine of their 11 home games, scoring 33 goals. That's going to be important. And away from home, they're also solid. They've won six out of 11, losing four during one, but they've also scored 24 goals on the road. And... Um, I think that Borussia Dortmund all in all are the best team here in this competition. They were going well in the Champions League until they lost Haaland. So if they can keep Haaland fit his goals are going to be very, very important. And I don't think anybody's going to want to play Dortmund. But I do think that the top two in the market are correct. People may argue that Barcelona have now gone ahead of Sevilla. It's just too too late for them to catch up here in the league title race. But they will still get through the Champions League via their league position, which didn't look likely when they were managed by Ronald Koeman. So it'll be interesting to see how Barcelona do. I'm a little bit put off by their away form. That's still not something that they've managed to work out. That was a problem under previous managers. It's a problem now. It's so until I see Barcelona putting up a, a steady number of away performances and La Liga and thinking that it's going to carry over to the Europa League, I find it difficult to pick them here. And it doesn't really help that they've been given the most difficult tie of the playoff round, having to play Napoli to navigate their way through to the last 16 here of the competition. Moving on to those round of 16 games, we'll begin with that one between Barcelona and Napoli. Barcelona at 10 to 11 on the money line, 13 to 5 the draw, and 13 to 5 on Napoli here for the first leg. But we're interested in the tie where Barcelona are the narrow 4 to 5 favourites here, with it being even money on Napoli. This has changed slightly. It originally opened up with both teams being at 10 to 11, 10 to 11. But obviously, with Barcelona's improvement in form, the bookies are shading them as the favourites to go through. I agree with that assessment. As I said, when we were looking at the outright markets, I think Napoli's main focus is going to be on Serie A. They haven't taken this competition too seriously so far. Maybe things will change now that we have reached the the later stages. But this is being touted as the tired around. And I think there'll be goals in both legs. I think that both legs are going to see three goals or more. So that could be a way to bet this. I think both legs are going to see both teams scoring. But ultimately... I think that this means a little bit more to Barcelona. I think Barcelona are going to go all out here to make sure that they stay in Europe. It's shocking to see Barcelona even playing in the Europa League. And now they're in it, I think they're going to try and win it. And I do think they'll navigate their way through in the tide around here against Napoli. Rangers have to travel to Dortmund. The tournament favourites, where Dortmund are four to eleven to win his first leg, nineteen to five. to draw and thirteen to two on Rangers. Looking at the tie, Dortmund are the strong favourites here, one to four, with Rangers at three to one. I would be looking at at that here as a parlay piece. I don't think there's any way that Dortmund's tournament ends here in this game against Rangers. Tough draw for Rangers. There are easier teams they could have played. But ultimately, I think they suffer at the hands of Dortmund's firepower here as Dortmund go through to the next rounds. FC Sheriff take on Sporting Braga. Sheriff are actually very impressive. In the Champions League, they got themselves a win away to Real Madrid, and for a long period, it looked like they were going to qualify from their group. But ultimately, it was a tough group with Inter Milan and Real Madrid. And Sheriff didn't, but they did secure third place ahead of Shakhtar Donetsk. And in the end, that is an achievement in itself. Our major underdogs to qualify here at eleven to four with Braga as the one to four favorites. I think this is a very, very generous line. I would not be taking Braga here at one to four, giving the Sheriff team have already won against Real Madrid and they got the edge here on Shakhtar Donetsk in order to get through. Therefore, I am going to have a little sprinkle here on the underdog. I think the price is too big. I think Sheriff have impressed me enough in the Champions League and I do like them here as an underdog to find a way past Braga here who are by no means a European giant of any sort. Up next, we look at Zenit versus Betis. Where Zenit are the six to five underdogs and Betis are the eight to 13 favourites. Again, I think Zenit have got a little bit more European pedigree than Betis. I understand Betis are from La Liga. I understand they're having a very, very good season. They're looking to qualify for the Champions League. But perhaps getting into the Champions League via the league is their priority, holding off the likes of Barcelona and Atletico Madrid, stopping the usual top four in Spain of uh, Barcelona, Sevilla, Atletico and Real Madrid being the top four. Betis are in the mix, so they're having an impressive season. But as I said, uh, Zenit have got European pedigree more European pedigree recently than Betis have for me and I think they could be a live underdog as well up next, we've got Atalanta versus Olympiakos, where Atalanta are the strong 2-5 to favourites on the money line to win this first leg. It's 18-5 on the draw and it's 6-1 on Olympiakos. Ultimately, I do think Atalanta will win this first leg, and I think that will be wide enough to see them through. Olympiakos is a difficult place to go, so Atalanta will need to win the first leg, and I prefer to back Atalanta on the money line in the first leg, rather than taking him at 1-3 to three here to ultimately qualify from the tie with Olympiakos at nine to four. I think Atalanta with Borussia Dortmund have to be two pieces of your qualification parlay here. And we'll look to add a third here as we run through the rest of these games. I don't think the third will come from this tie here between Porto and Lazio. Porto are the 10 to eleven favourites to win the first leg on the Monday Nights 13 to 5 the draw. And it's three to one here on Lazio. I think if Porto are going to qualify from this tie, they need to win the home leg, but they've been very, very good. At home in Europe for many years. They have more European pedigree than Lazio. And with the tie being 10 to 11, 10 to 11, with both teams at minus 110, minus 110, I think I would give the edge to Porto here, the more experienced team in Europe. Porto are absolutely flying this season as well in the Portuguese league. I think it's very difficult for me now to see Porto being caught in the league at the moment. If you look at the league table, you'll see that Porto are clear at the top with 22 games played, 19 wins... And three draws. They haven't had a single defeat in the league. They scored 57 goals in those 22 games and have conceded just 16. They are six points clear of Sporting Lisbon and 10 points clear of Benfica. And we talked about Braga earlier and they're going up against Sheriff. Well, they are 19 points behind Porto. So Porto are significantly better than them. And Porto come into the Europa League after missing out in the group of death. And they looked in a Strong position to qualify at one point. They lost their final game to Atletico Madrid. All they needed to get out of that game was a point. So they'll be disappointed to be in the Europa League, but overall. Other than that bad result against Atletico Madrid, this has been a very, very good season for Porto. And they could be a dangerous team here in the Champions League. We didn't really talk about them. We didn't get down as low as Porto. But they are available at 20-1. to And uh, that's my mistake for not going that far down and and dismissing everybody outside of the top four and uh, Napoli and West Ham. Because Porto, given their form this season... And given their European pedigree, are going to be a dangerous team that nobody wants to play against. And I'll give them the edge here to get past Lazio. RB Leipzig versus Real Sociedad is next, where Leipzig are 4-5 on the money line for the first leg, 13-5 to, to draw. And Sociedad at 3-1. The To qualify odds, see Leipzig as the favourites at 8-13, with Real Sociedad available here at 6-5. Sociedad just don't score enough goals, so I can see this being a tight affair, but ultimately I think Leipzig have got a little bit more firepower and are the correct favourites here. This certainly won't be a game that I'm looking to bet. I'll probably be staying away from this one, but I do think Leipzig are the pick here to go through in the tie. And the last tie here is Sevilla versus Dynamo Zagreb, where Sevilla 1-3 on the money line in the first leg at home. It's 19-5 to on the draw and it's 15-2 to here on Dynamo Zagreb. I spoke about Sevilla at the top of the show. I do think they qualify here from this tie where they are the 1-4 to favourites to do so with Dynamo Zagreb here. At three to one. Dynamo Zagreb were the runners up in West Ham's group. I think West Ham won that group very, very easily in the end. And uh, I think they'll just be happy to be through here to this playoff round. Sevilla's a big tie to get, but ultimately I think that's where their competition ends. I'm going to go for Sevilla to qualify here from this tie. And that will be your your, your third parlay piece. If you're looking for an easy qualification parlay here, I would be going for Dortmund, Atalanta and Sevilla. I completely understand that it's very, very chalky on paper, but we're here to give out winners. And I just don't see how that parlay goes wrong for you. I just don't see how those three teams are not going to be in the round of 16. If you're looking for something at a bigger price, I have given you things here on the show that I like. I think Barcelona are going to have too much for Napoli. I think Porto have really, really good European pedigree and they should get through against Lazio. And finally, if you're looking for a big, big underdog, I spoke about FC Sheriff. They were very, very good in the Champions League. They're only up against Braga here. Braga, by no means, are a big European side. They're way behind Porto in the Portuguese League. The Portuguese League isn't even one of the strongest leagues in Europe. So I think they're being heavily overrated here. And Sheriff are being underrated. They were solid in the Champions League. They didn't just get one fluke victory against Real Madrid. They competed in nearly every single game. And as I said, Chateau Donetsk, who are expected to be here in the Europa League are not. And Sheriff have come through as a result of not losing away to Shakhtar Donetsk and winning the home game against them as well. So I'm going to take them as my big underdog for this round. But as I said, that parlay should comfortably cash for you. And if you're looking for bigger plays, once again, I like Barcelona to qualify along with Porto to qualify as well. Barcelona at 4-5 to five and Porto at 10-11 minus 1-10. That concludes this edition of the Europa League show. No lock here, but there will be a lock over at LockBetting.com when we break down all of these first legs and close out the show with a lock. We will also be doing the same for the second legs as well. They'll be exclusive to the LockBetting.com site. And then we'll be back here to cover all the futures for the round of 16. But once again, the first legs over at lockbetting.com and the second legs over at lockbetting.com. And then once we get to the quarterfinals, we'll be moving everything over to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network or the Soccer Gambling Podcast Network. Tons of content coming from me as per usual. We have Bet MUFC at the weekend, Scamessa Italia as usual at the weekend, and the EPL show as well and we'll have another edition of the fight show coming off sweeping the preview of UFC 271. I am joined by Jeff Cohen, and we will be breaking down this weekend's big boxing fight as Amir Khan and Kell Brook finally step into the ring. Now, that may not mean too much to Americans. You know who Kell Brook is, you know who Amir Khan is, but you may not know too much about the rivalry. These two guys absolutely hate each other. I encourage you to check out some clips on YouTube. Me, jeff will be talking about it anyway so make sure you check out this edition of the fight show coming off a sweep and me and jeff always deliver free money on the show that's it for me good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening